Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Everyone. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Lord, on today, being Good Friday, the day you died for us, for our sin, for our failures, for our estrangement and our relationship with God. It is your death that brought us back, that brought us closer. Today, we want to thank you, Lord, for all that you have done for us on that cross, that we live the life that we have today because of that supreme sacrifice where you took our place on the cross. And for our sake, you bore the shame, the pain, humiliation, suffering, and ultimately death. We thank you, Lord, that you died for us even when we didn't deserve it. And yet you all look upon us with eyes of love, with eyes of mercy. And all that you give us is not anger, is not bitterness, is not questions which is just peace and joy from a heart that is filled with love. We thank you, Jesus, today. And that peace, that joy, and that love that you share from your heart to ours, we in turn want to share it this day with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and this praying family. We share it with all those that are beneficiaries of prayer requests on this group. We share it with all those that are Christians and have not yet seen that light, have not yet encountered you personally. You are still a religion for them not a person. And we share it with all those that have willfully turned away from, from you. And even in all that turning away, even in believing all the lies of the enemy, yet all that comes from you towards them is that same love that you show us. There's no difference. You still love them. Quicken their hearts, O oh Father. And let their eyes be open to see that love, to see that truth. That every lie of the enemy be exposed. And the truth set them free, that like the prodigal son, like we did, they do turn around, Lord. We ask forgiveness for our sins, for our failures, for our shortcomings, for our disobedience, for our rebellion, most of all. For all those times we turned away from you, Lord, we come to you and surrender. And we ask for forgiveness. We ask you to direct our thoughts, our words, our path, our prayer. 
that like you, Jesus, we are able to align with the will of the Father to fulfill that which he sent us to fulfill in this life, that which he ordained for our lives. We trust in you, O Lord, with all our heart. We lean not on our own understanding, but on the revelation that you grant us. That being empowered by your spirit, we are able to stand boldly and walk in the light. And as we make our prayer this morning, we call on your name, the name of our maker, our creator. The great I am, our father. And in the name of Jesus, the word himself, in whom is light, in whom there is life. And without him, nothing was ever made that was made. And we are part of that creation. So we are a part of him. Through him and with him. It is he who taught us faith. It is he who taught us prayer. It is he who made a way back to the father for us. Through his sacrifice. And we pray in the name of his spirit. The same spirit that strengthened and empowered Jesus. That raised him up from the dead. The spirit of the El Shaddai, the all-powerful, the spirit of victory. That same spirit now gives life to our mortal body as well. That we are able to rise in that same way that Jesus templated for us. The spirit who gives us conviction who pulls us out of the pit, the one who is ever willing to convict and teach us to rise again but never condemn us, the one who has loved us the same like he loves Jesus. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with your love, with your mercy, that you renew for us every day. Ever willing to pull us up when we fall. And with the grace that you pour and you made available to us through Jesus. So that every time when we have fallen short and we turn to you and call on your name. We're ever willing to pour that grace. Help us to rise with that grace, Lord. Above that level so that we never go back to that same fallen level. But we leave that darkness behind and cut it out of our lives. We thank you that you have blessed us with friends, with family that are a symbol of that love that you have for us. That continue to reflect that love unconditionally most of the time. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with angels and destiny help us. You have blessed us with your gifts in the heavenlies, spiritual ability so that we can walk in that life of abundance and with the understanding that comes from your word, from your principles, prophecies and promises, we are able to step and reclaim that dominion that Jesus has won for us, but we are ignorant of. We thank you, Father, that you bless us with the gift of prayer, where we are able to speak to you from our heart. And every time we speak, you give us individual attention and you listen to us. We thank you, Lord, that you open the heavens for us when we pray with you in the spirit so that that prayer reaches you straight 
And through the Spirit, you bring us revelation. That revelation which gives us the next steps to bring a manifestation and answer to the prayer that we have raised at our altar. We thank you, Lord. And today we shall reflect on Jesus' end of the cross in particular. As we have seen in the verses in John 19, where we notice that after they were hung on the cross for a few hours, and since it was the day of preparation and the Jews did not want the three bodies hanging on the cross, for that was a high day in the Passover, they asked that the legs of those who were crucified be broken so that their death be quickened. Since crucifixion is generally a slow death. And the soldiers broke the legs of the two that hung with Jesus. But John chapter 19 verses 33 and 34 say that when they came to Jesus, they saw that he was already dead. They did not break his legs. But one of the soldiers pierced his side with a spear and immediately blood and water came flowing out. Now, What is the significance of these two substances flowing out of his body? And why does the Gospel of John record it? Let's reflect on this today. The blood and water. It is also part of a divine mercy prayer that we make. The blood and water that gushed forth from the heart of Jesus. Now let's first look at the blood. Leviticus 17 verse 11 reminds us that the life of a creature is in the blood. And it says, I have given it to you to make atonement for yourselves on the altar. It is the blood that makes atonement for one's life. And so when the last drops of blood came out of his body, given up for us, it was his life in that blood that he had given up for us. Poured out for our sins, for our atonement, so that we would be held righteous and free from sin in accordance with the law. Hebrews 9 verse 22 says, Under the law, almost everything is cleansed with blood. And without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness. Neither, the, the Amplified Version says, neither release from sin and its guilt, nor cancellation of the merited punishment. Without the shedding of blood, neither of those is possible. And so the blood was for our forgiveness, poured out to the last drop, meaning to his complete forgiveness. He did not partially give it. He gave all of it. Now for the water that came out. The water is a symbol of life and new beginnings. A new creation. And the gospel of John is themed around life and creation. So when the gospel of John records it, it has context to life. And all life starts from water. So water from him means new life from him and through him. Water is also symbolic of baptism. 
So through the blood and water that came out from him, are symbolically our atonement and forgiveness. And then a new beginning through baptism in water. That baptism in water is essentially dying to sin when we are immersed in water and then rising up to a new life in the spirit, free from guilt and stain, but also strengthened by the spirit through salvation, that we do not return to the old sinful ways. And all things are made new. The old has passed away to be revisited no more. Jesus is dying in the flesh and rising in the spirit carried that same message for us. He reiterated the same where he said, die to your fleshly ways and rise to the ways of the spirit. Walk in the light. That is what it meant. In John 12 verse 24, Jesus said, unless a grain of wheat falls unto the earth and dies, it remains alone, just one grain and never more. But if it dies, it produces much grain and yields a harvest, a harvest of its own kind. Jesus is that grain and we are the harvest of salvation that was reaped by that one grain falling into the earth and dying. So when he was pierced, two fountains came out of him. The fountain of mercy through his blood and the fountain of life through the water. Let's see what the Bible says. There's a reason why I've called it fountains. What the Bible says about them in the Old Testament. In Zechariah 13, verse 1, it says, in that day, it starts with in that day. Now, which day? Let's, for that, let's go back a few verses to the previous chapter, Zechariah 12, verse 10, where he described what would happen on that day. Which day is this? It is the day when, as verse 10 says, the Lord will pour out, uh, will pour out on the house of David and on the people of Jerusalem the spirit of grace, unmerited favor, the spirit of grace and supplication. And they will look at me. Now he's saying directly there. This is the Lord speaking. And they will look at me whom they have pierced. And they will mourn for him as one mourns for an only son. And they will weep bitterly over him as one weeps bitterly over a firstborn. In that day when that happens. Zechariah 13 verse 1 now says. In that day when that happens. There will be an opened fountain. For the house of David. And for the inhabitants of Jerusalem. For sin. And for impurity. The fountain of mercy. This is the fountain of blood that was prophesied. And he even prophesied how it would happen through the piercing of the side. The next one is Psalms 36 verse 9, which says, For with you is the fountain of life. In your light 
we see light. That's the water that gushed forth from his side, the fountain of life. And what does it mean for us? It means that his mercy is ever available. It is still available. Call on his name and you shall be delivered. This is what Romans 10 verse 13 says. That mercy shall be available. The fountain of mercy and fountain of life shall be poured out for you. It has already been poured out. All we need to do is receive. Call on his name. And we can continue to come to the fountain for cleansing by confessing any sin we commit. And we can receive more of the divine life by coming to the Lord as the fountain of life to drink from him. To receive from him through grace, by his spirit, by the word. And we are able to use it in our prayer. And that is the understanding we must carry when we say it in our divine mercy prayer. Oh, blood and water, which gushed forth from the heart of Jesus as a fount of mercy for us and as a fount of life. I trust in you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that we come to that understanding and we always remember this. The fountain of mercy and the fountain of life for us. The fount that gives forgiveness and renews and reestablishes us in the spirit anew. Completely new. All our sins forgiven and cast behind your back and you remember them no more. So shouldn't we either. That we make a fresh start walking with you in the spirit. Walking in your light. Not fulfilling the lusts of the flesh, but being made alive to our purpose, to our destiny, that which you have set for us. When you said in Jeremiah 29, 11, I know the thoughts and the plans I think towards you. There are plans to prosper you and to give you an expected end and not put you in harm's way. Help us come to that realization and that understanding. So that when we transit from that life of sin to one that is salvaged and saved through your free gift, Jesus. Our eyes, our hearts are opened to seeing you and your ways, to recognizing your purpose and to align with your will. Knowing that it leads to a life of abundance in the kingdom and a life of dominion. Not a life of slavery, not a life of misery, but to transit from that through this fount into that life of abundance and dominion. And to work with you to achieve that for ourselves. Even there, it is just your will that you give us that, not to take anything from us. Help us understand that, Lord, and open ourselves more to align with you. Open our hearts more to connect and commune with you. To rebuild that relationship with you which we broke, which we severed when we walked away. We ask for that edification in our spirit this day, Lord. For a deeper understanding 
of why you did what you did for us, why you died, and how these little things that have been recorded in the Bible offer that specific symbolism for us to learn from it, to bear it in mind, and then use it in our prayer life every time we fall. We ask for that edification in our spirit today, Lord. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs. Those of our families and our friends. For all those requests that have been mentioned on the group, the prayer group. We pray for all those that are battling sickness and disease. For all those that are hospitalized that will undergo procedures. That will undergo tests today. We pray for all families that are battling separation, that are battling all kinds of animosity. Many even living under the same roof and yet with a cold war. We ask for forgiveness, Father. And we welcome you, Jesus, into each of these homes so that when you, the God of love, enters, the God of peace and joy enters. That atmosphere of friction, of pain, of suffering silently, of hatred, of separation, of violence, of abuse is transformed into one of peace, joy and love. You make that possible, Lord, and we believe it. We know that you change the seasons in that home. We release our faith as we say amen to that, Lord. We cover each of these families by your precious blood, Jesus. As well as every family that is part of the Holy Spirit Brisbane Prayer Group. We plead your blood, the advocacy of your blood over these lives. So that every area of shortcoming for failure is covered up by your grace through your advocacy, Lord. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will, the plan that you have for each of these lives. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us and protect us and keep us safe from harm, sin, from danger, from accident, from injury, from pilfering, from theft, hijacking, terrorism, and any kind of natural disasters. I command that angelic protection over these lives in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray also for all those that are held captive under any kind of bondage, any kind of slavery, which includes joblessness and that inability to get the new job, which includes mental illnesses, anxiety and depression as well. Anything that limits your people from living in abundance, Lord, we come against it in the name of Jesus and under his authority. We declare those chains broken. We take a moment now to remember all those that we are praying for that are under any such kind of yoke. Especially financial challenges and prayerlessness, busyness, leaving them with an inability to pray.
Lord, we cover them by your precious blood. And every such obstruction to their destiny, everything that seeks to keep the gates of their destiny shut, we curse it in the name of Jesus. We bind it. We cast it out of their way. Never to return to them anymore. Every shut door we force open. Every shut gate we break down. Every door that does not have a key, we force it break, broken down as well so that it, it remains permanently open. That door cannot shut on their destiny anymore. Let that be enforced in the name of Jesus. Every spirit of witchcraft, wizardry, divination of wickedness or sorcery that seeks to keep that door closed, we plead the blood of Jesus over them and declare that spirit of witchcraft and any kind of witchcraft done over these lives nullified in the name of Jesus, void, broken, destroyed under his authority. Let every hill that stands in their way be cut down. Every bumpy road be flattened. I command every destiny helper that God has placed in their lives to show up this day. And fulfill that which you are sent to fulfill. You will not rest until you fulfill your job. Father, every opportunity that is made available through your divine providence, let that be brought before these, the children of your inheritance. That their renewal starts today. That the transformation in their life begins today. Let that prayerlessness be removed far from them. And through your light and your provision, their hearts be transformed into one filled with prayer. That no physical challenges in their physical life can stop their spiritual growth. But abundance is made available to them, not only in the spirit, but also in every need for the flesh. That they are not found lacking, they are not found wanting, because you are their shepherd, you are their father. We pray also for our own personal needs, those of our families. Especially those members of our family and friend circles that have not yet been saved. Quicken them, O oh Father, that they might call on your name and be delivered. They shall not end up in shame. This we declare over their lives. In the name and the authority of Jesus. We raise our own personal needs as well here today. Father, we thank you that you have heard us. When we raise our cry to you, you always hear us. And when we release our faith, you move and you make all things possible in your time, in your ways. There's a beautiful reflection that has been shared by Brother Savio on this as well today. I'd encourage all of you to read that reflection after we have finished this prayer. You might probably find some part of it connecting with your personal life as well. 
Father, we release our faith and we connect with you in our spirit to make this our prayer of agreement, not only with each other, but also with you, O Holy Spirit, that prays with us and for us on our behalf. That prayer that we then release, we know and we know in our heart must be an answered prayer and we will not accept anything short of it. We persevere and we soldier on. Your word says the effectual and fervent prayer of a righteous one avails much. We have been made righteous by that blood and water of Jesus. We persevere in that prayer until it becomes effectual and gives an answer. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for the gift of tongues to release their faith and their tongue and ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now pray in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Sarah <laughs> <laughs> 
Ya 
The words that were spoken to me this morning. I am the resurrection and the life. Come to me. Rest in me. Abide in me. The scripture I've been given is Galatians 2.20. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We also have a scripture that has been shared in the chat. And this is from the book of Matthew, chapter 16, verse 24, where it is written, Then said Jesus unto his disciples, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If anyone else is receiving a word from the Lord or a scripture, please feel free to unmute and speak it, or you can type it in the chat as well.
before we conclude this morning's prayer session. Just a reminder that there will not be a Bible study session this evening. Our next session will be next Friday. Likewise, at 3 p.m. this afternoon, there will not be a recital of the Divine Mercy Prayer and the Daily Rosary as well. That shall continue again from Monday. And tomorrow and day after, we shall still continue with the morning encounters with the Lord. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us, let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, God Russell. Bless God bless everyone. God bless everyone. Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone. Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone.